Hello, my name is David Turner and this is another episode of Lunar Poetry Shorts and today I'm joined by Mel Jones, who Hi. is the <laughs> Hello, who is the co-founder of Friggers of Speech and we're actually sitting in the Spread Eagle in Camden at the moment um, and Friggers of Speech is due to start in about 45 minutes so we're just going to try and uh, call one of these things uh, and by way of introduction we'll start with a poem from Mel. Uh, thank you very much, darling. This poem I'm going to do because a friend of mine, Tara Fleur, was recently, very recently banned mid-poem um, at a famous London venue uh, because she said fuck too much. Uh, apparently there were other people on the stage who said fuck, but they had penises, so that was okay. Uh, so this is dedicated to her and it's called Fuck Me If You Think You're Hard Enough. <laughs> I don't fall in love, I obsess. My infantile heart was lost the moment we undressed. My fantasy of you and me grew quicker than your cop the first time it saw these tits. My soul is in bits just awaiting that next call from you who, let's face it, I don't know at all. And I couldn't possibly have guessed that my yes would mean all this. Still, there's no need to piss yourself. Don't stress. Each time we fuck, the obsession will get a little bit less. I know myself. So the trick is, obviously, to fuck me cockeyed. That's the key. Fuck me till I squawk. If you want the stalker in me to die a little death, then fuck me till I haven't any breath, till I'm distraught, otherwise I'm dangerous. So muster your defences and roger me so hard that I come to my senses. Take me repeatedly until I boo and hiss your length and breadth until soft tissues bruise and use up all the heat in me. Fuck me till I'm nothing but a sticky, oozing mess of juice and jizz. Fuck me until I refuse to kiss you. That kind of frequency and depth is therapy for me and for you. It's a fairly urgent health and safety issue. <laughs> Thank you. Very much. I'm really not very professional. Fucking <laughs> corpse in now. <laughs> Thank you. Oh no, uh, not the snort. <laughs> um, okay, so my <laughs> my first question is uh, why poetry? Why poetry? Well, it's not it, poetry is one thing, and I love it. Uh, and I, I think of it as performance poetry not page poetry although I try and do that as well um, but I started out doing um, singing I'm a jazz singer and there's a lot of singing in my family you know Welsh family and uh, then writing songs with my sister and then writing songs on my own and then down the line uh, I was listening one late night to Radio 4 and they got a poetry slam on I'd never heard of poetry slams but I thought well I've written stuff as good as that so I went off to a place called uh, Bang Said the Gun in, um, well, it's just near... Borough. Um, yeah, Borough. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. just down the road from Borough. And um, I won their um, open mic. It was called the, um, what was it, Meat Stew or something. Yes, open that's mic. it. Um, yeah, yeah. Raw Meat Stew, Raw that was it. I won that, and I never sort of looked back. I've, I've done it ever since, you know, and I thoroughly enjoy it. I enjoy the people I've met through it, you know, more importantly. I try not to be too bitter and not mention that I haven't won a, a bang yet. 
Well, you know, when it's not everything. No, no. Well, I'm very anti-competition. No, no. Of course, it's not. No, no. I can tell by your voice. I don't know who brought it up. It's hardly important to talk to you at four o'clock in the morning as you're gnawing off your own foot. Yeah. So, how often do you read your poetry in public? And yeah, you just mentioned actually that you consider yourself more of a stage poet. But have you had anything published? Uh, yes, yes. I've well, I've got my own book. Um, mm, it's called. I might do that actually. That's a good one to do. Um, and uh, lots of anthologies. I was in the Morning Star once, yeah. and uh, uh, various other bits and pieces. There's a CD out and stuff like that. You know, so there's lots of different places. Yeah, that, um, it's come out over the years. Um, let's have a second poem, and then we'll go on to another question. Okay, well, I didn't know what to do, but as I mentioned, the book, which is called Mmm, this was um, as a result of a, a drunken bet. Somebody asked me to write a filthy poem, and I said, that's not much of a bet. Um, and so they decided that I'd got to write a poem about bestiality, only using words beginning with M, and I did think that was, that was a bit of a, a, a challenge. So this is the result of that. It's called Mmm. My mucky mate Megan's monstrous moggy, Magdalena, made my mistress Mandy moan, mouthing meows mellifluously. Maybe Mandy missed meeting male members. Maybe many malicious macho men mauled my mistress's mound, making Mandy murmur muddled musings, mutter mixed messages, make myriad mistakes. Mysterious. Meanwhile, my mucky mate Megan's monstrous moggy Magdalena moved, muffwood, menacingly. Magdalena made moves many might mirror, mixing masturbatory mayhem, melting Mandy's misgivings, milking my mistress's meandering mucosal moisture meticulously. Mandy, marooned, mouthed more, more, make me marvellous. Magdalena munched. Muscularly, minutely masticating, mechanically mincing Mandy's mind, maddeningly mainlining minge. Magnetic, messy, Moorish. Mel's memorandum must meet Magdalena. <laughs> it's filthy, it's just filth. I don't know why it's filth, but it is filth. What can I tell you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, questions. Yes, yeah. well, that was the question. Um, how do you critique your own work? Um, do you have people you share your writing with, or you know, do you look for feedback mainly from audiences? It's it's a bit of both. Yeah, it's it, mainly from audiences. Occasionally, I willfully leave in something that I find funny, and nobody else basically nobody yeah. else finds funny. Um, but I have um, gone back repeatedly and ho uh, uh, edited and edited and re-edited as a result of audience um, uh, not just one audience but if three or four times that's not working very often the, the hardest thing to do is to cut down a poem because it's a good line it's a good joke but it, it alters the whole sort of pace of it so you know um, and, and yeah when friends just say that's, that's, not, that's not working you need something else there I do listen yeah and how would you like to see your writing progress? I mean, would you like to see more stuff published or would you like to develop it um, in a different style with your performing? I have started um, trying to write more serious stuff because 
I mean, I love the filth. I love doing all that, and I love making people laugh. Um, but I, I don't like being introduced as the filth, which started to happen. I'm not saying don't like, but you know, there's more to me than that, and well, so I'm trying to develop it's it. It's never nice to be pigeonholed, is it? Or it's limiting, isn't it? That's well, that's it, it, that's it, you know. So I'm, I'm doing some songs and things to uh, ring the changes, yeah. but I'm also trying to write more serious poetry, um, simply as a challenge, because it's 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 difficult, mm. you know. So so I'm, I'm delving into those waters now as well. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we could have another poem, since you mentioned the word poem uh, well, poetry podcast I and do know, to ask a couple of questions I don't know why I did it but okay well let's have a, a serious poem um, this is uh, after reading a wonderful um, poet called Fran Locke um, and she writes brutally honest stuff and after reading her poem I, make, I wrote this it's called For the Poet Who Harmed Herself these brutal beautiful lines you write on page on skin, scramble my defences, allow the shouting out and the shadows in. Somewhere just beneath my dignity, the infant wail of stolen years, unspendable fury, blood and cum, the messy, stinking roiling of the past, a cauldron mass stirred by your witchery, breaks the surface scum. Thank you very much. Um, so the last couple of questions as usual are uh, the first one what have been the main influences of your development as a writer or performer other performers um, and also reading 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 lots and lots of comedy yeah. I love um, comedy helps you whatever you're writing because it gives you a sense of pace and timing if you haven't got those things you can't write anything I don't think well yeah. Uh, and so uh, I read P.G. Woodhouse, I read Georgette Hare, I, I read uh, um, nonsense poems, you know, Kipling and things like that, um, and and watch lots of comedy, you know, uh, situation comedy and all, all that kind of stuff, uh, and listen to other um, funny performers. I mean, uh, you know, there are so many great comics at the moment, and a lot of that is like is very very similar to performance poetry. I don't know why there's this demarcation line you know there does seem to be a, a difference perhaps with the audience I think comedy audience is a bit more feral yeah. than poetry audience po po a poetry I, I, evening I, I, audience I give it a chance it's just the word poetry puts people off and I think people that would yeah. normally go and happily watch yeah. very very experimental or alternative comedy one venture and watch the poetry night perhaps that's maybe all it is because you're yeah. right I mean there is sometimes a very little difference between yeah, if you I watch someone put on a very very alternative or dark comedy set yeah. it can be yeah, well, it makes it either makes you laugh or it doesn't. Yes, yeah. you know, and uh, yes, you know, you're right. Yes, the, the drama and um, comedy are not are not you know exclusive to one genre. No, yes, absolutely. Um, final question: What uh, or who would you recommend to our listeners to go out and see, read, or watch? Um, yeah, I realised that this um, question was there. I mean, there's there's a list as long as your arm. Yes. Um, recently saw Ross Sutherland absolutely marvellous performer um, Fanny Walker is another uh, another great one um, Rob Orton is, is uh, I mean he's, he's quite well known now but um, he's been good all the way through <laughs> even, even when he wasn't but I would go on to um, a website called Poetry in London 
and have a look on there and see some of the the, the great um, uh, possibilities there are out there because there's this you know Cat Francois is is one kind of, of uh, poet uh, Mab Jones is another kind of poet I mean you've recently um, interviewed uh, Michelle Madsen there's another kind of poet poet curious um, it's not just about I mean they're great great poets Polar Bear and, and Kate Tempest uh, but it's not just about them it's not just about social commentary um, uh, and, and the, you know the beauty of and lyricism of their writing there's, there's such a vast array uh, and you should be able to tell from the blurb, you know, what kind of, of evening it's going to be. I'm glad you brought that up, actually, that it's not always about social commentary because it's quite a big, uh, it's quite an important debate that people yeah. should be having as whether there should be a sort of overt message through poetry because that's not really, the, the, in my view, it's not, that's not really the point. Well, that's why we so called it friggers of speech, you know, let's take it and let's frig it. Yes. Oh, no, I, I must uh, mention the anti poet course everybody should see the anti-poet yeah. it's silly not to they, they combine um, music and poetry to, yeah. to great effect great comedic effect and is there anything that you would recommend that isn't uh, spoken word based or poetry based um, well just just go out to your your local theatre the one above a pub go there and see what people are doing because you don't have to spend loads of money this is a free gig there's loads of free gigs around in London or you pay a five you pay less than you would to go to the cinema and you see people that are putting their heart and soul into something yeah. I think that's always exciting go to scratch nights yeah, yeah. absolutely um, yeah, if you don't know what scratch night is google that I'm not going to explain it absolutely um, no, no, no. yeah that, thank you Mel that was really you I nearly uh, wet my pants it's hilarious well, but this is yeah. I, I do try to, yeah, to leave people wetter than, than when they started yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah, almost there I hope you could hear the pub's getting a bit busy now so I hope uh, we came, I'm sure we, we beat their noise um, yeah thank you Mel thank you come to Friggers of Speech every second Wednesday at the Spread Eagle in Camden it's on, at the top of the building and it's absolutely free and uh, as always you lot can now just go away